0: Welcome to Both And with Bessie Graham, your weekly inspiration to help you use your time, talent and treasure to make a bigger difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Bessie Graham, award-winning entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience from the grassroots to the hallowed halls. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump in. I've been saying this for many years, but now more than ever, I want to make it very clear that you don't have to set up a social enterprise or run a charity. To have a positive impact in the world. For all of us who are running businesses, it's time to take a step back and look at the roots of business. Look at how deeply human it is to trade and barter, to have something of value or something that you are excited to bring to the world. Business or commerce is such a human thing. And such a significant part of society. For me, the reason this conversation is so important is that if we just put the idea of doing good into a small box and see it as the role of social enterprises, charities, or the government, then we will never have a chance of operating at the level needed to crack big systemic problems that the world is facing. It's about acknowledging that all of us are buying products and services, spending money every day. We all have furniture, clothing, skin care and services of all kinds. So as a result, we need businesses producing and operating in more intentional ways in all of these areas. It's going to take every business doing their part and the truth is business is an incredibly powerful tool for positive change in the world but for that to take place we as business owners need to start to become more conscious of that and become both excited about what we can do in the world while at the same time honouring ourselves and the importance of our role. Wanting to run a successful business is not something to be ashamed of or hide. When you're thoughtful and when you take responsibility for and really think about the impact you're having in the world, then your contribution can be significant. Over the last 20 years of my involvement in what was originally called ethical investment and has now moved into what we call impact investment, I've had a really heavy focus on the role of building up the capacity of small and medium enterprises around the world. I have advocated for the important role these organisations play and the contributions they make, whether that is in local communities or at the level of a country as a whole. My work has helped build out the environments that support these organisations to flourish so that they can both make a positive impact on society and the environment while doing that in a way that allows people to earn more money, set their families up and really have that sense of their own autonomy and pride in the work that they do. Creating these win-wins is my thing. I'm drawn to proving what's possible, embracing things that seem contradictory, and living from a both-and rather than an either-or worldview. I understand that for some people there is a discomfort with wealth and financial success, even if there is a private desire to have those things. But if you build a business where you are clear on the exchange of value, where you're giving something of value that someone feels is worth paying for, then you are not taking advantage of people and it is not something to be ashamed of. It's about the consciousness coming back to the pieces that are within your control as the business owner or founder you are establishing a culture. You are establishing the way in which you interact with customers, how you treat others. Those things are within your control and the best way to do that is to start with those things that you can control, the ways you choose to spend money and make decisions. Then from there you can move into the things that you may not control but you can influence. You work your way into engaging in the world in bigger ways, at a bigger level of system. If you are uncomfortable with being seen as someone who is incredibly successful, or accepting the label of being a seven or eight figure entrepreneur, then try this thought experiment for a moment. Pretend that it's true that those who are extremely wealthy have taken advantage of others to get where they are pretend that they are all selfish and don't care about others now i don't think that is actually true but run with me with this for a moment if that is the case let's change it we don't want money and power sitting in the hands of people like that those of us who are conscious and intentional, should be the ones making decisions on where we allocate that capital and shape the impact that it has in the world. So even if you can't fully shift your mindset or discomfort with money just yet, I want you to come back to asking the question, what could you do if you had some control over where significant capital went? And then step into that And own what can come and what is possible if you have some influence on where that capital is flowing. If people you don't aspire to be are currently in those positions of power and controlling the placement of capital and you don't like what they're doing and how they're doing it, whether that is in an investment or a philanthropic sense, then change the game. Don't complain about it, do something about it. When we as business owners make these mindset shifts and begin to run our organisations in this way, amazing things happen. One of those changes is that you suddenly realise that you don't have to wait to make a difference, you can do it now too often, when we have an approach that says, okay, when the business gets to a certain size or a certain profitability, or I sell it, or I've paid off my mortgage, we have all these external factors that we list these things out and we say, when that happens, I can be generous or set up this project that I'm passionate about. Well, while all of those things are good, making a donation and being generous. They're beautiful things, and I would never tell you not to do that. But what I'm trying to do here is awaken the possibility for you of what can happen in the world if every business starts to see how it can do good inside the business itself. So rather than having an approach that sees doing good as being external to your business where on the one hand your business makes as much money as it can without questioning how you make it or the flow on impacts of you making that money and then on the other hand trying to do some good by giving that money away to charities or causes you care about the shift i'm asking you to take allows you to see doing good as coming about as a result of your business. What I'm asking you to do here is to realise that you don't have to be a social enterprise. You don't have to be a charity. Just do what you're doing. Operate in the lane where you're in flow and using your brilliance. Do it in a way that is thoughtful. As an example, someone might say, well, I make furniture. I'm not out there having an impact, and it's not even at a cheap price point, so it's not for the average everyday person. Well then, if you're in that space, you have a production focus to bringing good back inside your business. You can think about the materials you use. You can think about how you ship your products, how you package them. All the components that sit within a business that is producing a physical product. There are flow on effects from all of those decisions that you are currently making. It doesn't have to be that there's a neat line between what your business is doing and that it is directly impacting homelessness or education. It doesn't have to be that simplistic. If you are making tangible products, It's about diving into things like your supply chain. Do you want to revisit some of the ways that you may have previously engaged relating to areas like outsourcing? Having products made in another country where it's cheap but choosing not to ask any questions about the conditions of those workers because you don't want to know and you'd prefer to close your eyes to it and not take responsibility well, that may not actually sit well with you anymore when you take on a more intentional approach to doing good inside your business. Simply making the product cheaper may no longer be enough to warrant such a choice. It's about starting to think about those decisions that are within your control. Remember, ask the question, where are you spending money? How are you making decisions in those back-end components of how your business operates and produces something? When we start to make those kinds of decisions, then a business that at first glance may seem like it has got nothing to do with making the world a better place, suddenly has some very tangible steps it can take. Because remember... Your business is already having an impact. It just may not be a very good one. Even if you're not conscious of these things, it's still happening whether you want to admit it or not. So don't pick either or, pick both and. Let's linger for a moment on that important notion of both and. We're not trying to tilt too far in either direction. You're coming up with an approach that is appropriate for your business, that allows you to do good and make money at the same time, unapologetic of both. When I encourage you to rethink and redesign your business in this way, I'm not asking you to be financially irresponsible Or set fire to all that you've built in your business to date? Remember that a both and mindset is about resisting the urge to swing wildly from one extreme to the other. It's about embracing both sides, even when at first glance they seem contradictory. When you embrace paradox, you can tap into the creative tension and come up with new, innovative angles and unlock options that you previously never even saw, let alone thought were possible. Let me use another example of an organisation that has a team focus when it comes to doing good inside their business. I want to make sure you really hear me and begin to get comfortable with pushing your thinking until you come up with options that produce the win-win of being good for the world and good for business. After a workshop I ran recently for seven and eight figure entrepreneurs, I had a conversation with a successful business owner who told me about a message that she had received from one of her employees who was so incredibly thankful for the wonderful job she had. She was earning enough to go on a family holiday for the first time in years and was amazed at how she was able to relax and enjoy it and not have any worries while she took that much needed break. So let's use this as our example. As a result of finally being able to go on this amazing holiday and feel able to relax, this employee will come back to work refreshed and able to serve your customers better in ways that are going to drive revenue into your business. The level of commitment and loyalty that team members will have when they are in an environment that you have created that has these multiple benefits for your business, not just for their personal well-being, health and relationships, but as I said, the win-win of the flow on impacts of their loyalty and commitment to you and their service to your customers. This is a direct connection between you creating this environment where your team feels supported and safe and have what they need and want to have a fulfilling career. When they feel able to set their family up and build financial security, they will now contribute to your business and your customers in ways that drive revenue. In any of these changes you make in your business, remember, we're trying to create the win-win. Start to be curious and think about what this looks like for your business. If you find yourself starting to run too far in either one of those directions, you need to come back and think, okay, with this kind of good that I'm thinking about putting into play in my business, will it stack up financially? Can I design it In a way that reinforces the financial stability of the organization. And if on the first attempt you can't, don't just throw it out, keep playing with it. This is about experimentation, iteration and refinement as you seek out what works for you. It's all about understanding your business and the context and just starting to think differently about how you could operate as a business so that you can have that really strong sense of pride and comfort in what you are creating and that you know as you step into those spaces and you become that millionaire or seven-figure CEO or whatever it is you're working towards, that you are going to own that and wear that with pride because you know that in you becoming that, you have brought your team with you or created an incredible product that actually supports other communities or crafts people making your products let's design businesses like that and then be unapologetic about the growth that comes with it while these ideas are hopefully evoking something in you that draws you to want to know more and engage differently I understand that for many of you, what I'm asking will be quite foreign and seem like a big leap from where you are currently operating. This is the world that I have lived and breathed for more than two decades. You wouldn't try and embark on any other area of your business without some expert guidance, so don't try and do this without some support and guidance. If you need a thinking partner to help unlock frame and shape your ideas on what this could look like in your business, then please reach out and let's talk. You don't have to figure this out on your own. I can help you fast track your impact and growth in ways that generate a win-win. Thank you so much for listening to Both and with Bessie Graham you know you were born to do something significant. So don't leave it to chance. Join me each week to pick up quick tips and ideas that will support you on your journey to live and lead a meaningful life. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And leave us a review so that other people can find us and feel a little less lonely and a little more supported on their journey of leadership. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you'll find the link in the episode notes. Please join us. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. See you next time. Cheers.